Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with I am the Big Grinch. <laughs> we and today we're we're going to get a little salty about Christmas, I, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> as well as some other things in Dave's plate. So. I am in full on Grinch mode right now because on the way over here, I nearly had three different people try to run me off the road getting over here, mm-hmm. and then I tried to get a bite of dinner on your side of town. Yeah, that's not. And I pulled up to the subway, and they're closed and have a lock on the door. Mm-hmm. The Hardee's was lit up like a Christmas tree. No people inside. Doors completely locked. That Hardee's over there, I wonder about sometimes. I decided, okay, yeah, we'll go to Arby's. Mm-hmm. As I'm driving up to Arby's, they turned off the sign on me, <laughs> which left me the which one. Which means they're turning off. They're, they're like closing at like six. Yeah, you know, um, which is weird. Yeah. So, so it left me the one place that I hate more than any place else on the face of the planet Taco when Bell. it comes to... No, I like Taco really? Bell. I don't like Taco Bell. And, and, but yours is impossible to get in and yeah, out of. So, no. I had to go to McDonald's. I'll tell you the thing I really hate. I, I hate McDonald's. Uh, I hate this McDonald's. Well, this McDonald's most. over here is terrible. I it's, hate the one on uh, the Nashville West side even more. I don't know about that one. I'll tell you... The, I, the, I, I ordered a McNugget. I, I wanted sweet and sour sauce. I ordered sweet and sour sauce. No sweet I, and sour sauce. I, 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 I ordered extra. They charged me for extra. No sweet sauce. You know how many how much sweet and sour sauce was in the bag when Minus I got two. here? There was nothing. <laughs> nothing. There was nothing in the bag. And they charged me for it. So McDonald's, I hope you go out of business. I hope some all your places catch on fire and burn to the ground. And then somebody comes along and salts the earth where your locations <laughs> used to stand. I hate you. Well, uh Merry freaking Christmas. Yeah. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Pass the Tylenol. <laughs> And it just so happens that we're talking about the most hated and worst Christmas songs ever written. Yeah, we 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 put together our our list of songs of Christmas songs that we really just could go without ever hearing again. And, and some of them are just the some worst of them are absolute the worst Christmas and songs I have, okay, ever look, written. I'm going to go ahead and do my first one here because I have something wonderful that goes along <sighs> with it. Okay, and I, I wish I wish that I could take credit for this but i can't and i'm going to give credit where my heart has due. shrunk in like three sizes too small right now the very first one i'm going with is that abomination which is wonderful christmas time by paul mccartney that song oh, is come on horrible it, it's a simple horrible. song about a group of friends uh, yeah i know the meme okay <laughs> here you go and this this is from this is from october 29th 20th of this year yeah okay uh, this was on Esquire.com. It was written by Luke O'Neill, and they did. This was the title: the twenty, sh- the twenty shittiest Christmas songs ever recorded. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Wonderful Christmas time is number one on here. This dude said it all. "Quote: This is the Beatles of terrible Christmas songs. It's a love song between a middle-aged man and a new Casio keyboard he got in his stocking." A song whose awesome black hole of musicality is almost powerful enough to suck the life out of everything McCartney did before. End quote. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, <laughs> I 
fully agree with that wow. statement. That's, that's harsh. I'm not that even going to lie. That's that harsh. That is, again, Luke O'Neill. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I do not have that one on my list because I, oh, I kind of enjoyed man. that one. I it's just kind of that. I hate that song. Sure. I hate that song. I hate that intro, again, with that stupid Casio keyboard. And, oh, and just it is the most worthless song that I think I have heard in ever. Okay. Now, it might not be the most worthless, but it's in it's in the pantheon of worthless songs. Okay, because nothing happens in that song whatsoever. No, not really. I mean, seriously, there, there's a pagan uh, sacrifice <laughs> know, yeah, getting yeah, ready yeah. to happen, and then their friends walk in. But, it's like, oh, just you know, that's please. one of the things that I ha- I have a problem with some music <laughs> where it's like I don't have a problem with the melody. I don't have a problem with the music, like the like the structure of the song. Per yeah. se. I don't even have a problem with like the vocals or any that kind of stuff. But a lot of times, I will look at lyrics yeah. of songs and be like. Nothing happens in this song. There's no movement in it whatsoever. Yeah. It, it just, it just, it's basically a bunch of words that were put down and arranged in sentences that we recognize, but really nothing happens. It doesn't tell a story. It doesn't, it doesn't evoke any emotions. It does whatever. And "Wonderful Christmas Time" is one of those songs. Yeah, nothing happens in the song. So anyway, okay, I'm gonna go with my first one then. Okay, from Band Aid. Do they know it's Christmas? You went with that one. Too? I hate that song. I do song. like the song. I hate that. Song. I'll tell you that. I like one part of the song. When they get to the end of it, when they're doing the feed the world, let them know it's Christmas time. But the rest of the song, again, I, I really don't care that much for I, I hate that song. Yeah. Um, screw them and their pretentious <laughs> bunch of cokeheads singing yeah, this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Hey, did you happen to bring your, uh, your magic box with you? I did not. Okay. Sorry. All right. If you'd let me know ahead of time, I probably could have brought it with Hold me. Hold on. I'm going to get to something that I did not know existed. Sorry, you're going to have to do some I'll, editing I'll, on no, no, this No, 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 this will, this will be fine. Actually, no, I'm not putting any of this crap in the... Are you just I'm gonna, just going to make a playlist, and if you want to go listen to it, if you want to go, but I am going to play this, okay? Okay. Because I heard this the other day. I did not know that this existed. Hold it up to the microphone. I'm going to. Um, and then whenever I saw who it was that was doing it, I was like, oh, crap, it's... It, this is this is true. Okay. And and for those of you who are still in Whamageddon, you're fine because it only applies. Wait. No, no, no. It only applies. You're still in. You're still in. Whamageddon only applies to the original the recording, the, the Wham version. I it thought you were getting ready to no, screw me. It does, it does not apply to any other recordings of that song whatsoever. Just the original? Just the, just the, just the Wham version. That's okay. it. Okay. I'm going to play this. As soon as it comes up here, that's the other thing that's been going and on today. the The internet collectively has been extremely slow today. Well, okay. oh yay, commercial! Who, who is this? You know what? The whole thing is a hold on. What's that? You missed. We missed the beginning of it here. I want you to listen I, to this intro. massive delay on it okay anyways that's okay what 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 is this okay before i tell you who it is okay okay you have expressed before and i agree that the song last christmas the wham version is actually an excellent song yes i agree but for some reason it's one of those songs that if anybody else covers it 
it's terrible. Yes. Some of them worse than others. Yes. That right there just proves that a good band can do that song and it turn out not not good. Yeah. Do you know who that is? No. It's Jimmy Eat World. That's Jimmy Eat World? That's Jimmy Eat World doing Last Christmas. That's how bad that song turned Uh, out. And they are a good band. Like, I really like Jimmy Eat World, you know? Last Christmas is on my list. But the caveat is... Is anybody that's covering it not There is a specific version of that song. Really? Taylor Swift. Okay. Well... All right, listen. As bad as... Anybody else covering that song has done. She took it to a whole new level. I, well, you're not wrong. Of you're just, not wrong. Yeah. Uh, of of and, and I like Taylor Swift. Okay, I'll admit it. Uh, you know, she, it she has some catchy songs and that kind of stuff. I, you know, she's not a great singer. You know, it's a good thing she's cute because that's pretty much what got her in the door and kept her there. But yeah, it's, because auto tune is so exactly. heavy on her crap. But so. the thing with it is that her version of Last Christmas is like. Mm-hmm. Nasally? No. If you brought aliens to Earth who had never heard that song before and said this was a really popular song mm-hmm. back in the, you know, in, a, in a certain era, and they decided they were going to do a version of it having never heard the song or had any emotion about the song or any, or any that's kind of whatever, come out sounding that's like. what it would come out sounding like. Because it really and truly, her version of that song sounds like someone who's like, hey, I bet if we cover this, this will be a big hit and I'll make a lot of money. You know, and there's, that's all it is to it. You so. know, it's funny because on my list, I actually have an alien. Alien ant form? No, no, Which I have a, I have an alien. Which alien? Um, Christmas tree by Lady Gaga. <laughs> you know, I have I love you know I love Lady Gaga. Uh, yeah, uh, I have not heard this. I saw this on many many bad Christmas song. Isn't it just like a bunch of songs jammed together no, or it's, something? It's awful. Is you, it okay? There's no way to describe it. <sighs> it's literally if an alien came down and said, "Oh, these people are just dancing around and, and singing, and okay. there's lights, and okay. there's other there's there's they're for some reason decorating trees." Yeah, this is what this song would end up sounding yeah, like. It, uh, this song is garbage. <sighs> I'm not going to take anything away from her no, from dude, the stuff that she did on sh- A Star Is Born because that know, was amazing. The thing the thing about but it is that this is the biggest turd I think I've seen come out of her she, repertoire. Of, she is so talented, and I mean that like legitimately. Like she is talented. Yeah, um, talented singer, talented musician, musician talented songwriter. Yeah. You know. But every once in a while, she does something. I'm like, "What in the hell was she thinking?" Yeah, you know, and, and I, I don't understand. So, not having any knowledge of like, other than the fact I know that it exists and it made a lot of lists. I don't. I. I, I even because every review I heard of that song made me not want to listen to it because I'm like, you, no, I like her too much to go and. You listen need to, to go listen terrible, to it. So. You need to go listen to it once, so that you can hate it with the rest of us. I'm okay. All right. I'm going to go with some, a classic okay. song here. Yeah. Uh, which one? Because I have several of them on here. If I never hear anybody, anybody do All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth ever again. <laughs> yeah, Okay. I have I have three yeah. songs on here that out next to it next to where where I would have like the artist it just has any of yes. like if I never hear this song done by anyone ever again yes. 
And that's the first one I'm going to go with. I, I have something similar to okay. that. I hate that song, okay? Even the Chipmunks did it, you know, like on their Christmas chip, their Chipmunks oh, Christmas yeah. album. And I hated it when I was a kid, and I hate it now. Yeah. I mean, that's just, oh, and I know a lot of people hate the Chipmunks in general. Yes. But you're wrong. And secondly, that's that's really a hateable song. Yes, so it really it is. Just, yeah. It's just so, I don't, I don't like any... I'm not a big fan of Christmas novelty songs. No. And unfortunately, in the last half of the 20th century, that seems to be all we got, except for one other one, which will appear on here later. So, yeah. Okay. I, I guess I should have prefaced this with the fact that I have actually worked in the mall yes. during I, Christmas. Yes. Yes. I, same here. On, on retail, several mm-hmm. occasions. So, along the same line of you doing the any. Right. One of mine that's on here that's any. It's anything by Mannheim Steamroller. <laughs> anything. Yes, I got. I, I understand. Somebody that. should take them and all their CDs and throw them in the ocean about, and uh, be done with what it. What about a Trans Siberian Orchestra? No, I like Trans Siberian. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> Me and the wife love Trans. I've okay. been trying to all go right, see them right, in right. concert but for I years. But I agree with the Mannheim Steamroller of it all. Matter of fact, I completely forgot about them because I blocked them out of my my brain yeah. somehow. In fact, my wife, I think, together. has most of Trans Trans Siberian's CDs and all. Well, that. Well, si- since you preface that with the working in the in the mall, like yeah. working in retail, I'll, I'll give you one that there's a reason I hate this song, and it's because I worked at Michael's, you know, the, oh, the craft yeah. store between, yeah. uh, during the holidays mm-hmm. one year, and they had one tape. This is back. This is back in like the early '90s that they played yep. over and 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 mm-hmm. over. I, I have over one of those from when I was working over. at the Acme Boot Outlet. And here's the thing: I'll do that one. Some next. of the stuff that's on there, it's I'm still good. Indi- I'm still indifferent to. But there was yeah. one song. Which that, one? It, Elvis Presley. Yeah. Doing Santa Claus is back in town. Uh, I'm kind it's of in- Christmas time, pretty baby. If I never hear that fucking song ever again in my life, and I don't want to hear anybody do it, but I especially don't want to hear Elvis do that song. Okay. I just, it sends me into a blind rage when I hear it. I'm not even joking. I'm just, I'm, oh, 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 Kind of like Avril Lavigne. Eh, well, well, that's, <laughs> that's something completely different. <laughs> That's something completely different. Okay, yeah. so I'm kind of indifferent to that one. All right, but along the same lines, because I worked, I worked for Acme, right, for a long time. Coyote jokes aside, right, I worked for Acme Boot Outlet, and then ended up getting moved over to their To Pride Western Wear store, right, uh, in the mall at one point. And both stores had one tape, and it was always the popular country right. Christmas songs right. of the year. Which one? Joe Diffie, Leroy, Leroy the, the Redneck, Redneck Reindeer. I have that one on my list, too. Because <laughs> that song is terrible. Oh, it's awful. It is terrible. And you know what's funny? I had forgotten about it. Because I had, I had blocked it out of my head because I hadn't heard it. And then, like, and you know what's funny? <coughs> I really like Joe Diffie. I like Joe Diffie. And it was, it was, I, I hated to hear that he died, you know, yeah. in, in 2020, you know, with COVID. But it was just one of those things where, like, I had completely forgotten about that song. And then... It and, sparked, and I was like, oh, that song is horrible. Oh, awful. And oh yes, I've worked some really odd jobs mm-hmm. paying my way through college and other things. Oh, we all did. Selling <laughs> Western wear in Nashville, Tennessee is one of them. Yes, you're all tourists. <laughs> yes. You haven't lived until you've been 
had your butt pinched by like some 70 year old woman while you're trying to reach up because she wanted this certain pair of boots on the very top well, there shelf. You. Yeah, that was not a fun day. <laughs> well, since we're talking about country. Yeah. Santa Claus is watching you by Ray Stevens. Yes. Oh, my this God. Is, and I love Ray Stevens. I, I hate this song. I actually really want to go to his cabaret. Place. I yeah, know. That's I know. just it's, up the street from I know, work. I know. Um, and, and, you know, because he, 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 they broadcast that as it was on, on uh, RFD TV. I think yeah. it is, you know. Uh, like I said, I love Ray Stevens. Like, I have several yeah. of his albums from the mid, you know, the 80s and stuff. And, and people only know him for his his novelty stuff. You know, and this guy wrote some of the biggest country hits. He did. You know, and, and the thing is, he's a good singer. He is a he's good singer. He's got a great voice. Just All you got to do is just go listen to Everything is Beautiful. You know, that's yeah. that's like his one big hit that wasn't a, a novelty song, basically. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like you go and listen to that, and it's like okay, the song itself is all right, but his vocals on that are really good. Yeah. That is, but that is a, an example of someone who found their niche because it wasn't working for them being a straight up singer, and then all of a yeah. sudden they, he started doing these, you know, Ahab the Arab and the Mississippi Squirrel Revival and the Streak, uh, the streak. yeah, the say yeah, sorry, the Streak and the Shriners Convention, yeah. you know, and all that stuff, and then all and uh. uh uh, what's the one? Uh, oh, Guitar Zan. Oh, you yeah. know, and, and you know, and that kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, and he found he he did he found his niche. Yeah. And it's like okay, and he just stayed in that lane and, going forward. So. And just a super nice guy. I actually got to meet oh, him yeah. once, and he was just as friendly and and down to earth as anybody I've ever met. You know, he has one of my favorite songs by him was put out, and um, it's probably the last time he really hit like any kind of airplay like it was in the late 80s sometime it was called uh would jesus wear a rolex <laughs> and it really was a big sin this was like after you know like swaggart and uh yeah. and um the ptl the jim uh, what's his name you know i'm trying to think uh, jim baker and like oh, all, yeah. all that stuff happened and the whole premise is like you know would jesus wear a rolex on his television show you know and it's one of those things where it's like this is a comedy, you know. It's one of his songs, but it's a satire. It's oh, not. Yeah. It, this is not a funny song. This is a send up of all of that stuff. All of the televangelists and makes a beautiful point all the way on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a uh, Ray right. Stevens. You know. So what you got next? No, I. Oh, that, that was, was you. Mine, that was yeah. you. Okay. Um. John Denver. It's Christmas. Daddy, please don't get drunk, or whatever that song is. <laughs> it's, please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. Yeah, okay, is that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's a bad one. Um, again, John Denver, you know, great singer, great songwriter, you know, yep. some iconic music, you know, over the years and stuff, and left us way too soon. Uh, but yeah, that song's bad. It, it's just, <laughs> it's terrible. I don't know what it is with Christmas albums or Christmas songs or Christmas albums where we're like good artists all of a sudden do bad things. Do you have, uh, I don't have it on mine, but do you have, um, um, Oh, come all you faithful with, uh, uh, uh twisted sister. No. Have you heard it? What are you talking about? I love that okay. song. I think okay. it's a. I think it's a great. All it is is we're not going to take it. Yeah. With the lyrics to "Oh Come it, All You Faithful," it's Twisted you know? Sister I know, doing I know. what Twisted Sister and, does. And it's not bad, but it's one of those things where again, it's kind of one of those like. Uh, Come on, Twisted Sister uh, Christmas album. Yeah, I know. I know. It, didn't Didn't Dee Schneider write a song that like Celine Dion 
um, I don't recorded. Know. I think he it wouldn't, did. It wouldn't surprise if, me. If I'm though. not mistaken, I want to say that he that when she was putting her Christmas album together, like back in the late '90s, early yeah. 2000s, that he had written a song that she recorded. Um, now she's destroyed some great songs. Like I, you remember her cover of "You Shook Me All Night Long." No. Yes, it's as no. bad as you think it oh, is. Oh no! It's as oh, bad no. as you think it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's as bad as you think it is. Okay. Like I remember, like hearing it and being like, "What in the world?" And then like I was like, "This sound? Who is that? Sounds familiar. That sounds familiar." And then it yeah. clicked. I was like, "Oh no, 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 no." Yeah. <laughs> yeah so John Denver. Yeah, you know. yeah. That one. It's awful. It's it terrible. is. It is. There's, you know, one of my favorite Christmas songs, which, you know, if you listen to the last episode you heard in the outro, you know, is the Ramones. It's um, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I don't, don't want to fight, fight tonight. tonight. You yeah. know, which again is kind of tongue in cheek, but it's still one of those like, no, it's actually a decent song. It's, yeah. very, it's just, it's the Ramones doing a Christmas. It's what you would expect of the Ramones doing a Christmas song. You Absolutely. Know? Um, <laughs> but oh man yeah that that john denver song is, is rough man <laughs> well you got speaking next. of rough songs that i never want to hear again yeah and I'm, I'm not joking the year that this was released at that point i was like i never want to hear this song again and i have suffered almost 40 years of it since then okay elmo and patsy grandma yeah, got run I've, over I've by a reindeer i oh, i have that, that one right here it's terrible yeah i mean terrible of like that's what that's that is the grandma got run over by a reindeer is the very definition of a novelty song yes in that it's funny the first time you hear it yep the second time you, you still might, chuckle a you little bit but it's like, by the third time you're like i never want to hear this piece of garbage ever again in my life yep. because it's just not it, it it is it is a serious like they could use this as an example of diminishing returns in in econ class absolutely like, this is how this works no you know? that, it's that like, one was know, on my list also. oh it's so bad and it's like and it never fails it never fails i hear it every year and I'm just like, please, please. This is that that song right there during the during the holiday season is one of the big reasons that I carry my earbuds with me everywhere. Yep. Because if it comes on somewhere, I will put my earbuds in and do anything to drown that out because that song yep. is so bad. So anyway, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I could go on for half an hour just on that song, but we're not going. I'm to, going so. back to the early '80s. Okay, this song first showed up in '80. Is it the on, Bon Jovi song on the <laughs> Doctor Demento show? Okay. And then somebody actually asked him to record it for release in 85. Dr. Demento? Do you know who I'm talking about when I say Tiny Tim of Tiptoe Through the Tulips? Okay, so this is In 85, he recorded and released a song titled Santa Has the AIDS This Year. That's right. That's right. That's right. This thing couldn't be more tone deaf. Mm, 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 the, and, yeah. and you can still find it out. I found it on Spotify. No. And I remember hearing no, this thing in the 80s no, 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 and no, going, no. really? <laughs> I Tiny think, Tim was such an oddball to begin oh, with. Such a weirdo. So But weird. it, it's like he thought AIDS was a cold and he was just going to get over it next year. I will say this because 
I've said this before that I'm working on an episode about yeah, all that. But in, in 1985, it was pretty. It was becoming fairly obvious was, that we had a major issue going on. It was, on. but it still wasn't quite to epidemic proportions that it would be over the next couple of years. You know, where and I'm not. I'm not giving Tony Tim a pass on this. Uh, I, it, it's let's put it this way. You got to remember, there's an AIDS joke in Top Gun. And that came out in '86, you yeah. know, and like, wow, that that didn't age well, you know. It's no. uh, you know, and it's just it's yeah. That let me tell you, talk about a sad episode that I'm working on. <laughs> I mean, like, yes. oh my goodness, save, like, save that for January yeah, where everybody's right on yeah. the brink of doing something bad. Anyway, maybe, maybe we'll save that for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Give everybody something. Give everybody something to think about for you know the, the dreaded what? <laughs> red and white holiday. <laughs> Why do I do this podcast with you? Why do I do this to myself? Anyway, uh, so I guess it's my turn now. Yeah, huh? please please do something. All else. right, I'm I'm going back to another quote unquote classic. I never want to hear anybody anybody yeah do Santa baby ever again in my life. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can agree with oh that. Oh my God, what an annoying song. Yeah. Not only that, not only an annoying song. A gold digger but song. A, yes, exactly. You know, where it's like, hey, uh, you're you're not making the the, uh, the protagonist of the song come on in a good light whatsoever, you know? No. And uh, it's just, wow, yeah. And uh, yeah, terrible. It's, it's just a bad song on top of it all. I yep. mean, it really is. And everybody <laughs> sings that song like, Betty or tries to sing it like Betty Boop, and so they wind up sounding like like an infant. Yes, you know, just what in the world? You know, there's a and you watched Community, right? Yes. You remember when they did the Christmas? There was the the Christmas episode where they were all doing all the songs. Yep. And what's her name? Brie. Um, is it Brie Larson? Is that her name? No, Brie. The what's her name? Oh, she was on Glow. Uh, Brie Larson, not Brie Larson. The, yeah. But she's doing that song about being like being a Jew and like what's Christmas you know what what is basically saying what is Christmas and as she goes along she sounds more and more like a child because yeah. she's doing the send up of Santa baby type thing it's like yeah exactly that's exactly yeah it you know so Some, somebody once asked me you know what I do for a living mm-hmm. and I, I look at him I go have you seen the show the IT crowd yeah <laughs> and they're like yeah I go have you seen that's the it. show community they're like yeah jam those I go, together <laughs> take those two shows and combine them into one show and that's what I go to there work go. for there every day go. there you go um the the next selection mm-hmm. is gonna end up with me sleeping on the couch for mm-hmm. probably a couple of weeks okay. because of Miss Nay okay. is not gonna like this which but one new kids on the block I've got it on funky funky, funky Christmas, Christmas. That is bad. That is awful. Bad. Awful. And my wife bad. loves my wife loves new kids. Look, She's been to go see them on like the rewind tour or whatever that, that new thing kids was. on the block do not bother me. Okay, I'll admit they've got some songs that I I kind of like. Okay, but this is me giving you the I know guy. I know. But but it, again, how many times have I said on this show I listen to some crap music and I fully acknowledge that it's crap music. <sighs> okay, it, but it's just. But yeah, this song should never should not exist. Again, this was how can we build more money out of these teenage girls? I know we'll do a Christmas album. Yeah. 
and you know, and they did that. I think was it this one's where the children went not on that song. That I that have no idea because I, I, I refused I to listen. But to it these was guys. it really was. It, it is funny how like so many people do Christmas albums, like Christina Aguilera did a yeah. Christmas album, like like the year after. Well, everybody's she broke, trying. Everybody's know, trying and, to get that that Christmas money. I know exactly, and and it's one of those like, okay, that's fine, but no, like. I, don't you know it's just <laughs> now i always did enjoy the like the going back to the age thing you know the very special christmas stuff where they would get a bunch of yeah. different acts to get and to do songs you know that's where we got yeah. uh christmas and hollis came off yeah of that, from run you know, dmc from, yeah yeah you know, and absolutely that's amazing uh you know springsteen's um santa claus is coming to town was on one yep. of those you know now one of the songs i really hate was covered on this and this goes into my any Again, but there actually is one specific version of this song that I really never want to hear again. Yeah, okay. It's Run Run Rudolph. If anybody does that song, but most but but the most egregious one was Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Okay. And the, and my ex-wife got that CD for Christmas one year. Oh no. And I heard it for a month and a half. And that song in particular, I was just like I already hate this song. Yep. I hate the Brian Adams version that's on a very very special Christmas. I hate any other version of it, but yep. her version, and again, I like Kelly Clarkson. She's a good singer, you know? She's got some catchy <laughs> tunes, you know? But it's one of those things, for whatever reason, her version of that song just makes, again, sends me into a blind rage yeah. of... If this somebody doesn't it doesn't turn the song off, I'm someone's going to die. Yeah. Okay, this is... <laughs> and, and I'm going to be justified. Yeah, at least in my mind, I will be justified for whatever happens from this point more. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, run, run, Rudolph. I hate that. I hate that damn song. So, all right. Since you've already mentioned it, okay, and it's kind of already hanging out there. Bon Jovi. Oh, you have it on yours. Okay, backdoor, backdoor Santa. Backdoor Santa. Yeah, that's first off, it's a terrible name. Yeah. Um, uh, but and, and I'm not a big fan of any of the the sexualized Santa Claus songs, yeah. you know, again with the, you know, um, Santa baby or that song, or I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, you know, or uh, that one. I don't mind I, so much. Cause that, that's obviously the kid's dad in a Santa suit. Or what was that? What's that? Uh, that Santa looked a lot like daddy or whatever. You know, that Garth Brooks did. Santa looked a lot like daddy. Daddy looked I, a lot like him. You don't remember I don't that song? Remember yeah, that I think song. that was that was probably on one of those country Christmas. I albums think it was on his, tried his block Beyond the Season head. album, if I'm not mistaken. You know, and yeah. again, it's a terrible song. You know, where it's just a, and it's kind of that whole thing where it's like the kid sees Santa Claus and mommy making yeah. out. You know, and he's talking about how Santa Claus looked a lot like daddy. You know, and, and it's just yeah, man, don't, yeah. But yeah, backdoor Santa. I probably didn't hear it because it was probably on that um, uh, Chris Gaines CD or something. No, it was on. He put out an, an, uh, a Christmas album like at the height of his career, like in '92 or '93 yeah. or something like that. And it's, no, I get it's it. not good. Yeah. Again, hey, how can we get more money out of these people? Yeah. Well, since we're on country, another one that was on one of those stupid. Go ahead, country Christmas. How many, how many more do you have? Because I've got one. One, two, three, four. Um, oh, I guess five, I only six, have four seven. left. I've got like seven left. I can come up with more, believe me. <laughs> I got seven left. Since we're, we're, ahead, since we're on the country kick, uh, Faith Hill, Where Are You Christmas? I've got that one on here too. I, oh, it's so bad. I don't mind the actual version that is in the, the like that Cindy Lou Who sings, which you know who that is, right? That played yeah, her. it's the lead singer of oh, the, the Pretty Reckless. It's yeah, Taylor Momsen. Pretty, yeah. pretty Reckless, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't mind her version of it so much. 
But the Faith Hill version. The Faith Hill version is just like, why? All right, let's be honest. Faith Hill's not a great singer, okay? No. I mean... I've got a bad feeling. I've got a bad feeling we're also about to find out she's a bad actress Let's put it this way. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are the power couple of (laughs) auto-tune. And... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, they they are okay. okay. I mean, it's would like, that make Shania the queen of auto tune? I guess, but but the, the the two of them though are like the first couple of auto tune. There's oh, no wow. no ifs ands or buts about it because you're All never right. going to hear either one of them sing without it. Okay, well you will on Tim McGraw's first album. Yeah, remember how bad that was? <laughs> I'm an Indian outlaw, half Cherokee and talk tall. I can't stay on key for anything. Or don't, oh, don't even get me started on Don't Take the Girl. Oh, I hate that song. Yeah. I hate that song. All right, <laughs> move along. Move along. <laughs> this I is did, not turning into like people we don't like. I, I <laughs> didn't mean to trigger you. So just, I, am not a, I am not a Tim McGraw fan. Move along. And the atrocity that was his version of <sighs> Tiny Dancer. Keep going. Just or just, when the stars go blue. Okay, I, think I just I think mm, we've lost him, folks. Mm. I think we've lost him. Anyway, come so. back to the come back. Well, why the hell did Nelly work with him? <laughs> For the cocaine, I guess. But dude, that just that song is terrible. For the cocaine, man. The, although, excuse me, the Tim McGraw parts of that song was terrible. Okay? Just move just, along. Right. Just move along. What's your next hey, most hated uh, Christmas song? Elvis's version of Blue Christmas. Okay, is it bad that I I don't really mind that version, I but I that. love the Porky Pig version. That's funny. Okay, <laughs> that that's funny. Okay, what's so funny about that song is the guy laughing in the background. Yeah, you know because it's obviously something they were doing in the studio. Live. Yeah, and and this is the engineer or the whoever it is that's in there with them is just dying. Okay, yeah. but I because of what I just did right there, that whole like yeah. the. Uh, all right. We've talked, you know, we, we may have to do a second overrated episode one of these days oh because boy. I have a whole new list of, of things that, you know, <laughs> I actually, it's not even a new list. It's just stuff that we didn't get to in that one. Okay. Okay. Elvis is one of, was, would be like top of that list if I didn't mention no, it before. No, you shall oh, 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 let me get, Elvis, cultural phenomenon, I'll give it to him. Okay, not a great singer. Actually, you know what? Here's something. I like Elvis when he's not being Elvis. Does that you, you, you catch what I'm saying there? When he's not doing all of the oh oh oh, you know, like the Elvisisms and stuff. The, the thing about it is, is that kind of is Elvis. It actually isn't. Did you ever hear the story about when he recorded? Um, like the first recording he did, like the that he did was it That's All Right Mama or whatever it was he recorded. Like Yeah, okay. He went and did a bunch of takes yeah. that nobody liked. Like nobody they were like, This is bad. This is not whatever. And then okay. then he started doing that voice and they were like, Oh, this is something. So that has been a it's it's like most country music singers who have do the country voice. Oh. Elvis was doing an Elvis voice. Yeah. That and that's what made him. And it's like, uh, I, nah, I just. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like some of the Elvis I'm not a stuff. Big Elvis fan. That I, I never. And you know, it's funny. I, I've I've said this on here before. Like I said, my household growing up, we had the Holy Trinity. You know, it was Jesus Christ, Elvis Presley, and John Wayne. And depending on the day, depending on it was at the top of that list. Yeah. yeah so it was. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that. <laughs> so it, in my family, 
that's what I just said is blasphemy even more so than if I had defamed Jesus himself in a lot of ways, yeah. you know? So my mom saw Elvis in concert in the sixties, yeah. you know, I mean, it's kind of one of those things. I've, I've got it's a buddy a, of mine that's a huge, yeah. huge Elvis fan and like makes the pilgrimage to, to Graceland Memphis, yeah. all the time. Why would you want to go to Memphis? Why would you want to go to Memphis? Especially now. Barbecue? That's not enough, man. <laughs> I'll be honest. I haven't been to Graceland. I have when I was a kid. And if I go, I'm going to get him to take me to Graceland because I want to. I want to see it's Graceland like, through his eyes. Graceland is one of those things that I'll tell everybody go do it once. Yeah. No, I get that. That that's you know it's kind of it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like going to Grand Ole Opry. Do it once. Although I've never been to the Grand Ole Opry. No, so, I love going to know, Grand Ole Opry. That's a fun time. I've never been in my entire life. I have never been. I've lived here. I have lived. Literally right down the street. Like I can be at the Grand Ole Opry in less than fifteen minutes. Okay, yeah. I have lived this close to the Opry House my entire life, and I have never been to the Opry. I've been there for other concerts. Yeah, I've been to the Ryman, God knows how many times, to oh, see yeah. concerts and stuff. But I've never been to the Opry. I've seen the Opry both at the Ryman and at the Opry oh, yeah. House. Um, the best, the best one I've got though, is. One of the guys that I work for, mm-hmm. uh, his drummer in one of the bands that he played with, you know, way back when, it was the house drummer for the Opry at one point. He's like, hey, I can, I can get us in. We can go backstage. We can hang out. So we literally got to go in the artist entrance. We right. were hanging out in the artist area. Um, and we got to watch the Opry from backstage. Right. There's actually a velvet rope there oh, where yeah. you can stand oh, yeah. there and yeah. watch the show. And... I had gone up to get me a Coke to drink mm-hmm. from the little bar area and I felt something bump me from behind and I turned around and looked and didn't see anything, you know, right in front of me. Right. And I looked down and there's little Jimmy Dickens <laughs> and he's looking back up at me and all he says to me is, you're a begging, ain't you? And then <laughs> just turns around and walks off. Yeah. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm six foot two. Right. Well, Jimmy like, Dickens is like like five one, five two, yeah. somewhere and around I'm in like there. I'm like 350 a, pounds. Yeah. So <laughs> he was. He passed. He, yeah. Not, not that but long that, ago. that's literally all he said to me. He's like, well, you're, you're a begging, ain't you? My dad has a lot of stories of going to the Opry in the when it was still at the Ryman yep. back in the 60s or whatever it was. And, you know, back then they had not closed off the um, um, the balcony that yeah. goes around to the sides to where the stage was. You could actually like go over beyond the stage on the balcony and look down backstage yeah. what was going on. And he said they used to go to, you know, they would go over there and they would go and he, he knew somebody. Well, my grandmother, I, you've seen my yeah. my signed photo that I have of Johnny and June, you yeah. know, that, that someone, one of my grandmother's friends used to, was like the stage manager for the Opry for years. And so he, you know, he got her several different autographs and that kind of yeah. stuff. And so he, he would get them tickets to go and, you know, and that kind of stuff. And they would like sit backstage. And he said, dad said that he several times had walked, like gone in the alleyway and just walked in the back door because yeah. of, of the, knowing somebody and, and hung out back there and stuff, which is cool, which is a very Nashville thing. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, it's like everybody knows somebody, that kind of stuff. Um, we are way off topic here, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Elvis just, I, I, I I, Elvis made my list twice here of wow. songs that I just I really don't care okay. for. Let's and, um, let, let's throw shade at another artist right that we both love, but it's terrible. Okay, Prince. Okay, what did he do? Another lonely Christmas, which is about his girlfriend dying at Christmas. Yeah, it's not a great song. So. 
<laughs> and it was, I think it was a B-side to when he actually yeah. recorded um, the song that he gave to Sinead. Oh, well, nothing compares to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't... And every once in a while, the station here in town that plays Christmas music 24 hours a day mm-hmm. from like Thanksgiving on mm-hmm. will play this one. You know what Christmas song I do like? What? By another artist that left us a few years back. You remember that Tom Petty song with the bangles? No. Oh, what's the name? I want to. And I thought we were doing hated I know, Christmas I know, songs, and now you're bringing up the I songs know. that you like. All right, anyway, so. my my Grinch self is like <laughs> scowling. Well, at go. You. How many more do you have? Because I only have two more left on uh, here, and and one of them comes with a with a caveat. Two, two, three. I've got five left. All right, go ahead. I've got five left. Go ahead. Just, All right. Here, let, let's do this. Jingle Look. bells by the Jingle Dogs. Oh yes, I forgot to put that one on. I hate that. I and, hate that. And you know what? Again, I, you know what? Blind I, rage when you, I hear this. Song. You know what I found hmm. when I was doing a little research on what? this? Jingle Dogs didn't just do Jingle Bells. No, they did a bunch. They of did songs. a. They had did like three CDs worth of dogs barking Christmas songs. I know. Anything if by there the Jingle is a Dogs. Hell, I will be forced to listen to them and Nickelback for all of eternity. That that is just on, on a loop at the same time. Like they'll both be going uh, at the same time. Just yeah. And Radiohead. Yeah. I have all three of them going at the same time. You I mean, leave Radiohead out of this. this. Leave Radiohead out of this. <laughs> Don't make me reach across this table and slap you. Uh, you want me to go again? Go ahead, go again. Go Elton again. John. Which one? Step into Christmas. Yeah. That was recorded in the 80s, wasn't it? Yes. We're going to do that episode I keep talking about of how the 80s made made good artists do bad things. Yes. Because <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> yep. And Elton John is on that list multiple times. <laughs> As is Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stevie Wonder. Mm. Yeah. All right, do you, I've got like three more. Do you want me to go again or you want to go? I don't know that. I, I, all right, look, I know you don't have, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I know you don't have Merry Freaking Christmas, okay? No, Merry, I, Merry, Merry Freaking Christmas. Okay, this song was released in like, 2004 okay okay i remember it playing on the radio i remember hearing it i was working at logan's at the time i remember hearing it on their christmas like their piping christmas music stuff the thing about this song is not only is it a bad song okay it's also very of 2004 okay because it's that pop punk emo whatever you want to like in the wake of of a lot of that stuff where every band sounded like fallout boy yeah and this is even before yeah this is right after fallout boy hit big you know okay but it's also very of itself because they take a shot at ashley simpson (laughs) there's a line about how their cousin somebody singing sucks she blames it on her acid reflux or something like that literally that's a line from the song you know and it's just like wow you you didn't date this song at all, did you? <laughs> you know. Now they don't name drop her specifically. Yeah. But this was right after her her whole SNL thing and how the, the explanation was that she has problems with acid reflux, so they yeah. had the backing track and blah 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 and all that kind of junk. But this song is terrible. Yeah. And and the name of the band is freaking A. It's it, the name of the song is Merry 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 Frickin' Christmas. Yeah. By Frickin' A. Exactly. And you have no idea who they are. And the only reason I do is because I get stuff like this lodged in my brain and it's keeping me from remembering like yeah. nuclear codes or something. You know, I mean, like something really important has been taken out of my brain and this has been, this was lodged in there and won't go away to put something new in there. So you're saying just, uh, you're Christina Applegate's character exactly. from the Bundys. In some, in some ways, 
I, I I often wonder how, you know, we discussed how, uh, you know, I have a, a fairly high IQ, but still do a lot of dumb shit. And sometimes I wonder if it's not because I have so much worthless information stuck in my head that if I could ever like get that out and put stuff that was actually worthwhile, I might actually be able to like save the world or something. (laughs) But instead, I wind up being a complete... You need to stop because you, you just gave me nightmares for like three days. You saving the world? Yeah, you know. Yeah, like like you thinking that you can save the world is like Thanos say, saying he can save the universe. Thanos is right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. I, I am going to throw shade at one of my favorite Go bands. Go ahead. The Pretenders. I love The Pretenders. I know you don't. um, It's called 2,000 Miles. Yeah, I know. I know. And you know what's funny? I don't like The Pretenders, but I kind of like that song a little bit. Really? But it's it's one of those songs. It's one of those things that I've heard over and over and over and over and over and over. And I just, I I can't I I get it. it And you know what's funny is it's one of those songs, and I think a couple, like two years ago when we did our favorite Christmas songs, you know, like this. It's one of those songs that it's not really a Christmas song. It mentions Christmas. Yeah. Because he's coming back on Christmas right. Day. It's yeah. like it's like Christmas adjacent. The Goo Goo Dolls had one of those songs too. With yeah. uh, um, the problem is, is that the the radio station in town that does right. Thanksgiving to whenever the twenty four hour they play this thing on ad nauseum. Right, right, and and I'm like, it's a catchy stop. song. But Please stop. That's my favorite band. You're yeah, ruining I this just, for me. I, I'm not one big, of my favorite. Bands. I'm not a big Pretenders fan, so that's fine. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you threw shade at me. And, and like I said, I like that song. Of yeah. all their stuff, that's the one I like, <laughs> and I don't even like. Christmas songs, so it's like. Yeah. <laughs> now so, the two that I have left mm-hmm. are like number two and number one of the most hated Christmas songs of all time. Okay, go ahead. What, do you have anything else left? I have one left. Okay, number two is Christmas Shoes by New oh, Song. Oh man, I did not put that on my list because I knew you were going to put it on your I list. Hate and this now song. we're going to talk about. I hate this song. <laughs> I hate this song. Yeah, but do you like the movie that goes with it? I hate this song and that movie because they made a movie because of the song. I know, I know, I know. I I know. That's one of those. Okay, do you know you know the 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 origin of this of that song? I don't right? care. Okay, I don't care. This thing probably came from like the the twelfth ring of back in the Hades. early days of the internet of like when email became like a big thing. Yeah. Okay. Was this a chain mail? This was one of those emails oh. that used to get sent around. This one, and there was another song about. There was another one that went around about. There a, is a special place. I know. I know. There was another one that used to go around. That, that was telling the story about at the theater about this guy that that was having a bad day, but he stopped to help somebody, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with their with their tire, change a tire, or whatever. And he told her her name was Brian or whatever. And he was like, "Don't pay me, just whoever the next person, you know, blah blah." blah. So they go to this to this restaurant, and the woman winds up giving like this huge tip to the person to the yeah. woman, and it was his wife. They made a song out of that also. It was a country song out of that one. That's where this this was another one of those emails that went around. That and I remember like immediately like I am not reading this crap as soon as I got into it a little bit. And then there was a song a few years later. And then there was a freaking movie. Not long after that, I was like, You gotta be kidding me. So <laughs> I hate this song. I hate this yes, song. It is a terrible song. Because and I'll tell you why it's not just that it's a terrible song. This song or the story 
of this song, you know, and all that kind of, mm. is just there to play at people's emotions. That's all it's there for. It's I mean, a, it's a, it's, it's pure, manipulation. It's, pure manipulation. I know. And I'm just like, I, and I hate stuff yeah. that is like overtly manipulative like that. So anyway, I'd be willing to bet that your most hated song is the same as my most hated song. What is your most hated song? Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. I do not hate this song. I hate. Okay. The reason I hate this song is because the year it came out. Yes. It got played. 1994. Okay. Ad nauseum. And I was. I remember this song. Or 94, 95. I remember matter, this song. It didn't matter what store you no. went into. It was playing. It's everywhere. It was everywhere. This thing was like lice. I know. Here's the thing. This is a good song. Okay. No, And it's sung amazingly. That's what I'm going to get into. Okay. The problem is too many people. All right. First off, no one should ever do this song except for Mariah Carey. Right. Okay. Nobody should do this song except for 1994 Mariah Carey. I was going to say, what, my, what I was getting ready to say is there's been a lot of people who have tried to do this song and nobody does it like Mariah, including Mariah. Okay. Because, and I understand because I'm having problems with my vocals, my vocal cords. Yeah. Where I'm starting to lose my top end, which I didn't have a ton of to begin with, but now all of a sudden it's like, uh, so yeah, I understand I'm, as you I'm get older, to lose a little as my you top get end. older, that stuff, Starts going, you know, your voice and Mariah hit that a few years back. I remember yeah. her doing that. Uh, she can no longer hit her orca notes. Well, she hadn't been able to do that in a long time, but it's but even just her regular notes. Yeah, like I remember a few years ago when Jimmy Fallon was doing that. That what was it the school instruments or whatever it is, yeah. like the toy instruments thing, and she came on and sang, and it was bad. Oh yeah, I mean it was bad, and it was the just worst like, one Whoa. about not being able to sing his songs anymore is uh, Vince Neil. Motley Crue. Well, he hadn't been. He hadn't ever been able to sing his songs. This is a problem, you know that that he he was always studio tricks, always, and the older the older and and no offense because I I understand this as well. The older and fatter he got, yeah, the less he could even fake well, doing all those songs. He, he can't help it. I mean, he's got to do his Christmas time job as the Bumble. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, as the abominable snowman. Yeah. yeah, from the claymation. I know, yeah. I know. Um, but yeah, Mariah, the, the Mariah Carey song. Like, the biggest, big, the biggest thing with this, with that song, "All I Want for Christmas Is You," is the fact that it got played so much. Oh, if it hadn't been played as much as it, and it also goes into if this was a dead horse and people were beating it, no, it would, yeah, this would be nothing but mush yeah. and liquid at this point. It would have been that way for couple of decades and, you know, and, and, so. and now there's like a hole in the ground where they're just hitting <laughs> and they're dirt. Just dirt yeah exactly yeah. It's a, you know it yeah what was the since this song was released in 94 or 95 whenever mm. it was yeah what new song has been added to the Christmas repertoire that's that that is iconic I can't think of exactly. one. Exactly. There hasn't been one. And I think that is a lot to do with why this song has maintained what it is, the way yeah. that it is because there hasn't been any new Christmas songs written that have stuck. You know, it, there's been a few things you get Christmas shoes, you get, you know, some BS like that. But the thing is, is that there has not been one of those Well, there songs. hasn't been any really good new Christmas stuff. Since the fifties, since 60s. the fifties, yeah. I mean, we don't have Dean Martin anymore. We don't have Nat King Cole anymore. Bing we Crosby, don't have Bing Crosby, Crosby, Frank Sinatra. But even so, but it's like, but you know, I mean, really, all of that great, 
you know, exactly. the Christmas music that you think of when you think Christmas. Right. And you know, and the thing is, is that like country music is probably the only genre that's tried to add new actually, to it. Actually, country music hasn't done too bad. Well, but I'm saying, but they're the yeah. only genre that's probably tried yeah. to add new songs to the to the to the Christmas music canon. Yeah. Pop music hasn't really. They all no. all they've done is just rehashed old songs, you yeah. know. And then that I mean, and, and it, what's funny is that gospel music hasn't really added anything. You no, know? I mean honestly, and it's like if there was a genre of music that was going to add new Christmas songs, it would be gospel music, you yeah. know, or be Christian music in general. Because hey, they're talking about okay. this. Wait, 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 wait. You know, let's, I mean, let's hold on, a, hold on, hold on. Let's let's. There's a difference between gospel and Christian and music. Christian. I, know, I know. And Chris, Christian music is where musicians go when they realize they can't make it in the mainstream. <laughs> it's true. I, they're, they're, that is a, hold on, no, no, no. first off, first off, this is the hierarchy. They can't make it in, 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 in rock music, they go to country. They can't make it in country music, they go to gospel. No, they or go they to, to Christian, Christian music. They go to Christian. Because don't you do that to I know, gospel. I'm just saying, but, but, because but that is the gospel whole, music is a, is a completely know, different thing. But, that, and but those people have chops. Yeah, but those people know what they're doing yeah. music. Well, they all played music in church and church and playing in church live in church. Yeah, not what you see these days, but like what we grew up with seeing, like with you know, just basically you have like an organ and a, and a piano and you know maybe a, a bass or a, a guitar player and that's it. And a drummer, maybe a drummer, depending. Yeah. And but the thing is, is that like. Those what what they call church chords on the piano and the organ, mm-hmm. amazing stuff because they're just they're they're hybrids. That's all they are. It's because like, you're making it up on the fly. <laughs> Dude, uh, some of that I know. It's it's like jazz in a lot of ways. You know, it no, really it, is. It, no, it's a, it, it, it's as close. It's as close to jazz as you, well. It's good jazz. Let's is what it let's, is. let's admit it. <laughs> back in the fifties, back when Little Richard and back when Ray Charles and oh, all yeah, of them. Oh, yeah. You they know, came out of gospel. They music. came out of gospel, and the gospel people were furious at them because right. they were they sold out. I they, know. they well, went, they were they were they went heathen. Yeah, I know. Blaspheming I know. gospel I know. music because they were using gospel chords. They were using gospel rhythms. Mm-hmm. Go, all you got to do is go back and listen to Let Little Richard, especially Good Golly Miss Molly, and you know all that stuff. Early Ray that Charles. Is what Early you, Ray that Charles. is what you would hear in black churches on Sunday morning, and. You know, Ray Charles had had two modes. He had he had gospel and he had the the honky tonk. Yeah, because he learned. Ray Charles had a lot of country music, a lot oh, of songs that yeah. crossed over in the country music charts. Well, I mean, you know? he was the piano George player. on my mind. Come on, just, he was that piano player for that country band for how many years oh, really? before he? Yeah, you know, it's like you know, I'm talking about another another back, podcast I listened to back when he was first getting started. You know, cocaine and rhinestones. And I have tried to listen I, to that show. I, that show. I can't do it. They this season they were talking about kind of like the Nashville sound and different stuff like that. And in the beginning of this season, they they talked a lot about like, um, um, you know, mm. what yeah, they're talking about like a lot of the players that you heard on a lot of stuff yeah. from the fifties and sixties. And they talked about Floyd Kramer playing oh, piano. Yeah. And let me tell you about a piano player. Floyd Kramer was an amazing piano player. Yeah, and uh, um. That dude again. He he's one of the, he's one of those guys that all you have to do is hear a few notes and you know who it is. 
Yep. You know, there are certain musicians on multi, across multiple instruments that you hear just a few notes. You're like, oh, that's Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, that's Slash. Oh, that's Floyd Kramer. Yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, it's, it's literally one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah I know yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. who this is, you know. Um, so, uh, but yeah, Floyd Kramer had a lot of that gospel in there as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, play, he played with, um, well, he played with everybody. I used to go to church with a guy. His name was... Um, was his name his last name was Dino I can't remember his first name but he was a professional pianist you know he, he yeah. played he played piano um, professional musician he played with like the Kingsman and he played with all these like gospel like quartets and oh stuff. wow like you know so you're talking about like the stamps you know um, yeah uh, you know you're talking about like um, yeah the Kingsman you're talking about like um, the Statler Brothers when they were still a gospel yeah. group and he played with the Oak Ridge Boys when they were still a gospel group you know and yep. like all this stuff where it was you know and that again you get into that whole that country gospel thing where you see bands groups kind of going up and down like oh we're gonna you know do this okay well uh, things aren't going quite great with country so we're gonna pop down and do gospel yeah you, you okay, get a secular a, you get a yeah. secular <laughs> album you get a gospel yeah. album you get a secular kinda, album you get a gospel yeah. album and like I said you know, the Oak Ridge even, Boys even Elvis did a little Elvis bit of did, that yeah you know Johnny Cash yeah Johnny Cash did a lot of crossover in there. You well, know? After he spent the night in the cave. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is that like a lot of people don't know this, but like Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. Mickey Gilly. Yep. Mickey Gilly. Yes, Mickey Gilly and Jimmy Swagger were all related. They're all cousins. What? Yes. I did not know this. Yes. And uh, I think, I, I can't remember. I think it's Mickey Gilly. I know, I know that Swagger and and Jerry Lee Lewis were cousins, our, our cousins. That kind of explains some It explains things. a ton. I mean, and yeah. again, Jerry Lee Lewis came from uh, the yeah. church. You know, that was like it's where he learned to play the piano. Yeah. And again, you listen to how he plays. You listen to how, you know, you listen to how uh, Little Richard, whose dad was a preacher, yeah. <laughs> you, you kind of go through all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, these guys come from a gospel. Yeah background you know yeah. and, and there's no denying it whatsoever so and and again like i said you get into a lot of country music especially early country music and there was a lot of my dad always likes to talk about how you know and i know you remember he hall oh yeah and it was one of those things where they would always do a gospel tune yeah like every episode There'd and it was be at least one there would be one and what was it was funny is they would go through and they do all this stuff and then they would do the gospel tune usually towards the end of the show yeah and they'd all be standing in the cornfield and they'd all have their hats off holding them like to the yeah. chest, you know, and they would sing, you know, whatever gospel song it was, you know, and then they would come back. To, my dad said, and this is one of the things dad and I got in a lot of arguments about as I was growing up, you know, and he was like, I don't want you listening to that, that rock and roll junk because it's blah, blah, blah. I was like, it's yeah. funny because like all the music you listen to is about cheating and drinking, you know, and he's like, yeah, but the difference is, is the country music artists are actually remorseful for their stuff. <laughs> it's like, it's like, um, I don't know that, that I want to listen to somebody who's remorseful but still acting that way or somebody that just says, screw it, I'm just going to be like this. Yeah, <laughs> <You> know, it's, <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's called if you're doing it and you feel bad about it, you're not supposed to, you're supposed yeah, to, you're repent, supposed to repent and, and then and, yeah, change yeah, exactly, your ways. Exactly. It's not say, oh, I feel bad about this and then just keep on doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, I hear lately. Okay, before we get out of here, I got I got to talk about something. Uh oh. So I started watching. Should I take off my Grinch suit for a minute? Yeah, because. Okay, let's th- get into this it. This is okay. what's going on. 
I started watching that Beatles documentary that's on Disney Plus. You know, Get Back. <sighs> I haven't been able to bring myself to do it yet. I'm I'm not even through the first episode yet because the the first episode's like two and a half hours long. You know? Good grief! Yeah, and 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 I and I and like, but here's the thing: I, I'm sitting there and I'm watching this. Yeah. And I have observations and I have thoughts about some stuff. Uh, first off. Paul McCartney's a fucking genius. Okay? Yes, he's a genius. I, I like I was sitting there watching and not only a genius, he is a talented genius on top of it all. Like I thought this was already <laughs> a given. Yeah, well, you know, I have to come to it in my own way. But and, and I had always acknowledged that like he was a good songwriter, you know, and and all this stuff, but I was just sitting there watching him musicianship on him move is across multiple instruments in yeah. this thing and none of it is studio it's all live stuff that they're doing like where they're all sitting around you know they're they're preparing for this show and they're just in a room and they, they keep talking about how the acoustics are terrible in this room and all this kind of stuff yeah and, and how you know, and that's like an, an an ongoing thing of like man the acoustics are terrible in here you know yeah but i'm just sitting there watching mccartney and i was like dude this dude is mm-hmm. home like wow like I haven't given him enough credit over the years. I'll admit it. I've been okay? trying to tell you I that know, for know, a good long while. I still don't like this solo stuff. But it's... <laughs> Wings is an amazing band. If you you so. can shut up. No. They're, they're the ones that did Wonderful Christmas Time. So I don't hate so, that song. I've already said so. I don't hate that song. Um, John Lennon, when he's not being John Lennon, yeah. is funny as Carl Crap. Oh, witty. I mean, yeah. he's still a terrible human being, but it's one but of those things where I was kind, like... He's funny, but he's kind of a it's jerk. It's funny watching all Does these... Does it feel familiar? <laughs> and Ringo, for being like always supposed to have been like the funny one, is, it, is a very stoic person. And yeah. it's like he's sitting back and he's listening and he's and he's playing and he's kind of like, you know, and it's kind of... And Harrison is just... I don't even Harrison's just... I, I've always given Harrison plenty of them. Yeah, my we other, both have because he, he's probably my, my favorite Beatle. My other observation here... And I'm sure somebody somewhere noted this at some point. Mm-hmm. And I, I could be 30 years too late on the 35 years too late at this point. Sure. Bon Jovi's song, I'll Be There For You, mm-hmm. is a direct ripoff of Don't Let Me Down. Yeah. I never realized that until Th- I was this watching is, this. Like this has been a, a topic I was like, of conver- conversation for a while. I, like the chorus, you know, the "Don't Let Me Down." Not yeah. that part. It's the verses. Yes, that like, dude, they should have to pay royalties on this. How yes. how they stole this melody? And, yes, and absolutely. I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you're talking about Ringo. You know, I everybody always gives You've Ringo. Always defended Ringo. Crap. I know, I've always like, defended Ringo. I know. And as a drummer, you know, people give him crap about his drumming. Do you know how hard it is to do what he does? Mm. To just sit back and play the play the drums with exactly what's needed for the song? I mean, it's hard. It, I mean, I, I, again, it's, I can't play drums. And I, I just I do not have it in me to play drums. Okay. It's, and and uh, the Ringo that everybody knows and the right. Ringo that is like the musician, mm-hmm. one's an act and one is the the guy. Mm-hmm. And you see the guy in like 
interviews where he's talking to other musicians, where he's talking about music and musicianship. You know, when he gets over on the talk shows where mm-hmm. he's wearing the fur coat and the sunglasses yeah, know, and know, he's being Ringo Starr, right. you know, that that's that's, that's the guy I don't like. That's something that's kind of funny in this because this was shot in like, what, 69 or 70 yeah. or something like that. And it's funny to watch, like, because they just have cameras set up and, and yeah. it's just kind of recording them coming in. And, like, they have a couple of static cameras, you know, that's kind of recording the whole proceedings and they have people with cameras that get it from different angles and stuff. Yeah. And it's funny, like one, one day there, George and, um, George and Ringo and, um, um, Paul are all there. And one of them is like, Oh, Lennon's late again, you know, or something like that. You know, it's kind of one of those. Yeah. And like, they're sitting there and they're playing and they're doing, uh, get back. Like they're, they're starting to kind of work on get back, you know? And it's funny to watch like as they're in the middle of it and they're kind of McCartney's starting to like really, decide what the lyrics are going to be to this song. Like he already has the melody and all the music and everything. And, and him and the three of yeah. them are just jamming on it and stuff. Uh, like, and he plays that. I never noticed it before, but he plays that bass line Like he's playing guitar. Mm-hmm. He doesn't play it like a normal bass. It's like, no, he's strumming that those bass notes. Like it's like, that's genius in and of itself, you know? And, um, it's funny because like John Lennon comes strolling in, like halfway into their jam session and he's wearing a fur coat and he comes in and he takes it off and puts it on the back of the, of the, the uh, of the chair and just picks up his guitar and just wades right into the song. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> Oh, I see boys already playing. Yeah, Let like, me just he never says anything. He just yeah. picks up his guitar and it sits down and starts playing. And it's just, you yeah. know, uh, and it's also funny to watch. Like, like I said, I'm only in the first episode of this and there's something that, that Paul McCartney says, early on like they're trying to get this stuff together you know because they have like a hard they're trying to get this this television show done and they're like working on it for like two weeks you know and they're at the beginning of it and mccartney just kind of and he's not being an ass about it whatsoever uh he's not yelling he's not whatever but he's like you can see the frustration of this they're working on whatever song it is yeah and he's just like he's like i he's like I, I am just, I'm sick of leading this band. He's like, I've been leading this band for the last couple of years and it's not easy and I'm not getting any help from anybody and I just don't know how much more I can take. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of one of those things where like you're seeing the, the cracks are yeah. there, you know. And again, he's not being an ass about it. He's not yelling. He's not, you know, he's not starting a band fight. He's just, he's just stating. He's, he's like, he's, he's like, it's venting hard. his front- yeah. frustration. You know, and that's also when you look at unlike the, us where we throw we things, we throw things at each other, yeah. and, like you know, guitars and drums and, and, and drumsticks, and yeah, I know, and then television sets, <laughs> whatever's around, you know, <laughs> scare off our bass player. <laughs> we never saw that guy again. Yeah, did we, we did. It did was we? Michael? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, he did wind up moving to Arizona a few years later. See, <laughs> I told you. We scared him all the way to Arizona, yeah. But uh, uh, but yeah, it was just kind of one of those things where it, it's been interesting to watch, and I have to say this. I know I have given the Beatles the overrated, you know, for a mm-hmm. long time now, yeah. and I still stand by that to a certain degree, but I'll tell you, You're the, more I, the, change the more I watch heart, this thing, you? the more I'm like, I might need to pick up some more of their stuff and listen to it. <laughs> You need to repent and change your ways. No, I refuse. I refuse. I'm still a Stones guy. It's like, but hey, it's nothing against I know, the Stones. I know. I know. I, I enjoy them both because they are completely they're different. They're different completely bands. different bands. You know, that's a, one of them is one of them is made up of four guys, and I'll even throw Ringo in four guys who hey. are stellar musicians who are who are very meticulous 
in what they're doing. And detail-oriented. And detail-oriented. And the other one is five guys who are sloppy and they have a lot of attitude and it's a lot more rock and roll for me is what it is. You know, I, I it's, it. it's a lot more punk rock more yeah. than any, it really is. It, there, there are elements of punk rock in the stones, especially that early stuff, yeah. you know? Uh, and that's another thing. I've always been an early Beatles fan, you know, like they're early, you know, like they're real early stuff, you know, hard days night, you know, and all I that like stuff. that stuff, but I like the later stuff too. And from watching this, I'm, I'm starting not, to really be like, man, I really I dig in this I'm, stuff. And, and I've hate. never, I've never been a big fan of like the White Album or, or you See, know, a lot of that stuff. People are going to hate me for this because I'm not a big fan of Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah, it's but right. I love the White Album. Yeah, I love the White Album. It's got some really great stuff on it. Yeah, one of the songs that they're doing on this is Maxwell Silverhammer. Oh, it's, really? It's them working it out of like you okay. know, and it's I'm, really kind of cool. So I'm it's, officially uh, going to have to go yeah. watch this. And thing I never, now. I never realized how much I liked that song until watching them. Because, yeah. And it's funny because like one of like all the hammer sounds are is actually somebody with a, uh, an anvil and I, and like just like a ball peen hammer. And it's funny because it's like literally like one of their crew is sitting there and yeah. he's got and it's funny watching him do like play with these guys and doing and just hitting the hammer like when he's the anvil when he's supposed to he has got the biggest dumbest grin on his face of well, like I'm playing with the Beatles yeah exactly <laughs> if the Beatles invited me to come over and play a song with them and they handed me an anvil and a hammer all you gotta do just hit this I am tell going you. to <laughs> play that that hammer and anvil to the best of my abilities because I'm getting album credit <laughs> So yeah, I, I'm really like I said, I'm I'm only in the first episode. I'm hoping like because they're so long. Like I said, that yeah. first episode is like two and a half hours, and I, which I wonder because I know at the beginning of it they put a little placard up saying that they recorded like sixty hours worth of stuff, yeah. and Peter Jackson went and like edited down to the six hours or so or whatever it is yeah. that you're going to get on this thing, and so I'm like, okay, I get it. One of the other things with it is that. Um, and they even say it in, in the beginning is like, you know, there are some things that they only had audio from. Yeah. And so you start seeing some of the same footage used over and over again where that, well, they'll have like a static shot from above or something of them. And, you know, it's like, wait a second. I saw this earlier when they were playing something else and like they, but there's them talking or singing or whatever. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, I get, I get what they were doing here. I get the fact, the reason why they're going over here and we're just seeing John Lennon like sitting there doing nothing for a little bit while McCartney's talk is because they didn't have any video of that. And so they're, they're putting that in place with yeah. the audio, you know, and that kind of stuff. Uh, they also have subtitles on some of the stuff. Yeah. Cause um, it'd be hard to understand some of it. Some of it, I th- some of it, but it's not even, it's not even that their accent so much is that some of the, some of the audio is just not as clear as. Yeah. Some that's of the what other. I, I wouldn't yeah, worry yeah. about the accents. I, I have heard some people talk about that. Like that but I was really tough by like, following the accents. It's like, I've, I've never had a problem with any of their act. Not even, you know, that Liverpool, no. you know, whatever. I was like, no, it's all there. And no, I'm going to say the only reason also, I said it would, they would have to have subtitles because they're not going to always be around a microphone. Right. So, you know, you might get something like exactly, this. Exactly. And then they come back exactly. and finish the conversation. I'll say this also. I, you know, especially, you know, it's one of those things the Beatles were always like kind of in that quote unquote boy band style. They were always given certain attributes, you know, like, yeah. you know, George was the quiet one. Yeah. Ringo was the funny one. Yeah. You know, um, John was the, the artist, you know, he yeah. and, they, and I always hear people talk about how like Paul was the cute one. And I was always like, okay, whatever. 
Paul McCartney was a good-looking man when he was in his 20s. From watching this, I'm like, dude, if I had been a teenage girl in, in the 1960s, I'd want to have sex with him also. I mean, it just... <laughs> I was like, I, dude, I never in my life thought Paul McCartney was that. Of course, my Paul McCartney was already in his 40s and looked like my parents, you know, type thing the first time I was introduced to him. You, so it was... <laughs> stop. You need to stop right here because I am trying to fight off the urge to like lay out like a half different half dozen different jokes it's also kind of about you being a teenage girl it's also kind of well we all know i'm kind of a teenage girl at heart uh it's also kind of funny knowing like seeing um linda mccartney yeah coming like she's in a little bits and pieces of this and yoko's there also and what's the really witch, funny what's really funny with the yoko was there i don't think i've heard her say anything in all of this that i've watched she sits there, like sometimes when, when she comes in with, with John Lennon, mm-hmm. she comes in, she sits down next to him. She's usually like sewing or something mm-hmm. like that. She's working on something, you know, whatever. And she never says anything. And John's if not... only had stayed I that know. way. And, and, and watch, and, and that was kind of one of the things when, when they first appear on screen together. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch yeah. this because we've all talked about Yoko breaking up the band, you know, and that kind of stuff. And it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, okay... Maybe we're going to get some insight into this, but she's her presence is there. But John Lennon is not acting like it's a distraction. It's just she's there with him. Yeah. And she's not trying to tell him, well, maybe you ought to do this way or that way or whatever. It, it, it's, I don't know. It, it's weird to watch now. That might devolve as this whole thing. Like I said, I'm only in the first episode. Uh, but even a couple of times, John shows up without her. You know, it's just, as she's it just should not have been. there. So. Um, if only know. if only he had dumped her <laughs> hey, early I'm, on. I am not a Ryoko Ono fan by any stretch of the imagination. I don't like her quote unquote art. She can't sing. Uh, I I never understood what he saw in her because she's not attractive on top of it all. And she's a, like, she's a she's a commie. <laughs> yeah, and she was a communist. She's too. she's a hippie and a commie. Yeah. which is kind of like yeah, that makes sense. I guess yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. If he, I never thought I would do this, but I'm recommending get back. Beatles documentaries. Whoa! So it's, I know, I know. The guy who now, once said the Beatles were overrated I still is recommended. Is you uh, need to repent of your ways. I still believe they're overrated. They're okay. Look, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, mm-hmm. there were bands that were doing the same stuff or even better stuff than them around the same time that they were. They just did. They did not become the Beatles. Yeah, you they know, became the Yardbirds, or they became nothing. Or yeah. they just never went anywhere, you know. I, I Which, would. I like the Yardbirds. Yardbirds, yeah. I am. I fully believe that probably the greatest band that ever, that that ever walked the face of the earth, none of us have ever heard of. Because okay. they because they didn't make it, you know. They didn't whatever it was, whether it was substance abuse, whether it was band infighting, whether it was just they didn't have the look, whether it was they didn't know how. To, to make it to that next level or whatever. How dare you talk about Mother Love Bone like that? <laughs> I guarantee you that there were bands out there yeah. that we've never heard, I've never heard a, a note of their music that are a thousand times better than anything we've ever heard. Yeah. and But but because of that, they imploded because of the yeah. personalities in the and band. There could be that too. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Which is, which is why we never went anywhere. <laughs> I, you know, every time that someone asks me what happened <laughs> just in general you know because can you describe the sound of the tornado sir <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> I, I have always 
or at least in my uh, in my my sober years, have admitted my part in not being able to sustain a band with anybody. Yeah. Whether it was you, whether it was Ronnie and Colin and all of them or whatever, because some of it was my insecurities. I admittedly, you know, whether it well, was, I mean, that would have been was, any of us. Yeah, in the band. you know, and, you know, and and sometimes just crippling self doubt of, you know, I've always acknowledged I'm not the best singer in the world. Okay, but it's one of those things that sometimes I would that that the fact that knowledge was crippling of the fact of like. Why are you even doing this? The thing Why about are, you know the thing about it was you you may not be the best singer in the world, but you had a sound. You you had your own voice. I definitely have my own voice. That's the one thing, thing the thing that that hurt you the most is you were not open to being a band, <laughs> and you would not know, and you I would know. not take suggestion or um, hey I've got this thing. Do you mm-hmm. want to you know maybe try this? Mm-hmm. It was. It, this is my band. I'm the front man. You guys need to fall in line. Some of it was that. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it was substance abuse issues. That came later. Some of it was just being young and not knowing, you know, and, and kind of falling into that, oh, I'm going to be in a band. And finding out that I liked partying more than I liked actually playing music. <laughs> there was some. I of liked that. being a rock star more than I liked playing music. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And you know, and I, on the other hand, wanted uh, to play music and have a conversation right, with other musicians. Right. And you were dictating what we were going to do. Yeah. Well, that's. A, it's like no, I don't like that part. Play something else. Well, okay. What would too, you like you know, for me to play? Too, and, I had no idea. Play and the, something and there, else. And there was some. And some of. Frust- I'm breaking you over the coals. Some of the frustration also of not being able to express what I wanted Okay, that's a legitimate. Somebody else to I play. can't I can't you know, where it's you one of those one. things where it's like that's not what I hear. I hear something else that I think is better not because I wrote it but just because I'm hearing something else in my head, but I also don't have the vocabulary to be able to yeah. tell you okay. how that goes, you I know? can't fault you on that yeah, one because that's, that that's a legitimate, right. you know, And deal. that's something that's gotten better as I've gotten older yeah. and become more comfortable in not only saying I don't know, but also as it should be, I'm much better. I, I'm much better at music now than I was 20 years ago. Okay, because I would I've hope got, so. Because I've got 20 years. Yeah. yeah. But but also the fact of a lot of it had to do with me just kind of letting go. Yeah. And saying okay, I know this. Me- I don't know this. Okay, let's figure out what I can do to fix yep. not knowing this. Me, on the other hand, I'm worse at playing music than I was 20 years ago because... You just don't play. I, know, I don't get a chance to play right, because, I know, I know. one, and that, there's a lot work of that. gets in the way. There's Two, a lot that goes with that. My kit's over here. Right. And trying to get over here to actually, you know, play. We really got to start playing after the first of the year. Yeah. Uh, I may have to save up some money and get a second kit so I've got something at the house. Hey, you know, or, I run across stuff every once in a while that's or get fairly inexpensive to put over here. I don't want inexpensive. Well, there's I, a di- di- I didn't say cheap. Yeah. I said inexpensive. Yeah. There's a difference between the two. Okay, that's and, and no, believe me, I, I look. I I own a couple of inexpensive guitars. Yeah, but they're not cheap and, guitars. And what I need you know? to do is bring that one here and take that one back to the house. Do you have somewhere to set that up at your house? Though is the thing. If I get my garage cleaned okay. up, yeah. 
Have you ever thought about getting like just an electronic kit or something? Do you know how much, how expensive those are? Because I have looked at those. Because they they take up so much less space. They take up less space and you put on a set of headphones. Right. You you pump the music into them and you get, you know, you can get your, your chops back. Right. But the, the ones that are worth having that you can actually do something with Mm -hmm. are like, 2500 Oh, I know, up. I know. Oh, let me put another disclaimer on here. Us, especially now, talking about music and me talking about, you know, my playing music. I, I am in no way saying that we were as good as the Beatles, okay? <laughs> or anywhere close to it. No. <laughs> or we, that we were the best band you never heard of. Or that. No, 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 no. No, I, we, no. It's, it's funny because we weren't even we just, as we're good just as, dissolved. We're not as good as we were in our own minds, okay? It's like <laughs> we weren't even as good as the Dead Boys, okay? Ooh, let's just let's just put it that way. Hey, I like the Dead Boys. So I like the dead boys, but we were we were know, not that I good. <laughs> I know it, 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 it's it just it kind of is what it is, and, and you know sometimes like I, I've really here lately been thinking about like I want to record an album, you know, because I've never done that, and I have enough material to do it. Yeah, you know, even like and but stuff from the past as well, stuff I've been working on recently. Yeah, but studio time is and, so and I don't have the money for that, and, and I know that you can a, record at home, but there's a whole other thing that goes into that well the other thing on that is if you're going to do that you need to get the people that are going to play on the stuff Mm -hmm. and And rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse i know know. so that way when you get there you're not not doing it in the studio and and wasting a bunch of money like i have one other time before doing something like that yeah and coming away with nothing you know and and less money in my pocket um um, but yeah, that, that's, uh, and I'm hoping also, like I told you, I've, I've had, I've got like four or five doctor's appointments between now and August yep. and March. And a lot of that has to do with my breathing. Like I've had real trouble breathing, which is going to screw with your well, singing, you're singing yeah. you know, and that's another thing of like, other than the fact I, I should have focused more on my singing over the years rather than thinking that that was the thing that I had down, which I didn't. Um, but it was it's also a lot of the breathing. I'm not having the air to yeah. do stuff. And that's so about that's, the only thing that I've kept up with yeah. is my singing because I do it in the car. And let me tell you, for those of you out there that, that are that are aspiring singers or whatever, don't ever stop singing because when you do, you will lose chops. Okay, you you will lose like your learning. It's like will it's get, like yeah, it's like anything else. You've got you to know? you've got to keep that thing yeah. stretched and flexible. Exactly, you know, and and, and do all your warm ups and everything beforehand. I was horrible back in the day about just going in cold and stuff. And my, Ooh, wait, I, I may have to get those warm ups from you because I don't it's, do those. There's there's some simple warm ups to do that yeah. it's really good for getting certain things like you know stay away from dairy or caffeine you know before you're getting on to sing it's uh because wow, you just killed like 90 percent of my diet <laughs> the thing the thing is is that dairy coats your vocal cords and, and, and restricts them and caffeine uh two things one the caffeine itself will restrict your vocal cords but it can also cause um, problems like like uh, acid reflux which also will mess will mess well with that's your why vocal. i'm permanently on prilosec so i've yeah, got that well care you know of. that's one of the things my doctor has put me on is something similar to prilosec where because it's just like look most people don't realize that that has something to do with your breathing also yeah. you know and so it's 
All the fun stuff is we're getting older because <laughs> we're approaching I'm just, 50. <laughs> I'm just going to go say, go ahead and say it. When you hit 30, the oh, check engine light man, comes on. It comes on. And, and when it we has, hit 40, it comes then, on and stays well, on. Well, no, hold like, on. No, the check light comes on and stays on at 30. Yeah. But as you get older, you start having other lights on the dashboard yes, come exactly. on. exactly. It's true. It's By the like, time yeah. you get our age, Oil change, the, you know, the, the lights are starting to blink. <laughs> And you can't turn the music up loud enough to get past the, the sounds that, no. are, that the engine's making. You know, it's yeah, I know. Which is why a, at some point you add a sub and uh, you know an amplifier yeah, exactly. and some subwoofer just, so you can get that stereo loud. No, it'll all work itself out fine. I haven't got to do anything. <laughs> For instance, yeah, three well. years ago, I'm literally walking on a flat tile floor, mm-hmm. leaving work. And my knee went pop. Mm-hmm. And two days later, I'm having surgery yep. to have cartilage reattached to the yep. backside of my knee for yep. just walking normally and, like I would. Well, I told yeah. a story about, you know, playing softball a few years ago. Nothing unusual. Yeah. No, no fast movements or anything like that. I literally, like, took a step backwards from a from a standing still position. Yep. I was not moving. I was standing still. I took a step backwards and tore my calf muscle. Yeah. I didn't step in a hole. I didn't do anything whatsoever. I took a step backwards on grass Tore my <laughs> tore my calf muscle. Like, well, I'm over forty now. <laughs> All right, we have a problem. Yeah, you're out of coffee. I'm so. out of coffee, so it's the end of the podcast, guys. Uh, now that we've rambled for a, uh, um, <laughs> well, I think we actually rambled a longer about this stuff than we did about the music. Actually, it's not true. It's somewhere close to the I, even though. I still hate Christmas shoes. Yes, that song is terrible. And if you're not Mariah Carey, don't sing "All I Want for Christmas Is You." And if these days, if you are Mariah Carey, don't sing "All I Want for Christmas Is You," yeah. <laughs> unless you find a DeLorean with a flux capacitor to where you get back or, to '94, or somebody who's really good with auto tunes. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm Big Dave. I am Alan Smith. And go check out all our social media: Facebook, Instagram. Come join Discord because that's yes. where all the Cool kids are hanging out. Yeah, and then they, and, every and, once in a while they decide to gang up on me. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's also where you know all the cool kids are hanging out, and then there's us. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We're we're not the cool kids. Well, you know, Miss So and Stubaka and Brian, Bry Guy and um, Charlie, all, all the guys. All the, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, Barry's all the guys over there, and ladies. And, I mean, it's as well as other people that that we're not mentioning. Yeah, uh, but those are the ones we had just heard from a couple of days ago. Yeah, because yeah. I I poked the bear and got the conversation all I started. Said was I did not like. I'm, I'm <laughs> I said that even before about the the new Matrix movie. That that trailer oh, that trailer looks good, but I hate those movies. Oh, so I'm I'm not going to see it. You know. Every, every time you go a little quiet on Discord, on I'm going to start posting something that'll get you talking on again. On that same, oh, here that we same go. wave. You know what movie I actually am contemplating seeing when it's released that I have not seen the other three movies, but the trailer just makes me want to see it? What's that? It's the new Jackass movie. I have not seen a single oh. one of those movies, but have you seen the trailer for that new one? They made another one? Yeah, and it's coming out in January. No. And I'm kind of like, I kind of want to see this because they, especially in the trailer, they're, they're like, no, we're all old now. You know? And it's kind of one of those like... Why would I want to watch a two-hour movie of a bunch of old men punching each other in the nutsack? Like, there's, this, there's this thing that happens where like Johnny Knoxville does something and like, I mean, like he like basically goes head first into something, you know, whatever. And Steve-O's like, yeah. You know, it's like... Uh, you know, concussions before you're okay with concussions and before you're before you're 50. After that, you're just screwed. And he's like, "How old are you?" He's like, "I'm 49." <laughs> he's like, "Ah, you're okay." <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of one of those like, oh, this looks like a bunch of 
friends who've gotten back together and just decided they're going to be idiots. You the know? the other like, reason why it's hard for me to watch those movies mm-hmm. is because it reminds me a lot of hanging out over here oh, during know, our 20s and 30s. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Which, if there had been a video camera then uh, here, well, we'd, ha- we'd be the other movie franchise. Yeah, well, anyway. So, anyways, guys, uh, yeah, go check out our Instagram and Facebook, our dis- Facebook and, and our Discord. Discord come, and come to the dark side right, at Discord. Side. We have cookies. Uh, maybe Christmas cookies this time. You know? <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much. I am Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave. Oh, one more thing. We are oh. going to be dark. No, we're going to be dark next week. Uh, yes. Between Christmas and New Year because it's between Christmas and New Year. And there's just and there's too a much lot going crap on. going on. Uh, but we are going to be back in the first week of January with some cool stuff we are working on already. Yep. Barry's coming back on the show. Barry's already back. Uh, Barry has already... Did, you got his message the other day about the 85 things he has on his list in three categories. No, I didn't get any of that. What was that in? <laughs> I, I, where where did he post we'll, that? We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. But yeah, it was one of those things he sent me that I was like, yeah, was, you're going to have to, you're going to have to like pare that down. So <laughs> what, was that on discord? Did he post uh, that? I don't remember if it was discord or if it was messenger or if it was what. So, I, I didn't, um, I don't think I got that, but yeah. So come back after the first of the year. We very, we're not joking. When we say this, Dave and I, both want to say have a merry christmas yes absolutely have a enjoy merry christmas. the time with your family be safe you know if you if your family situation is not great enjoy your your family your your chosen family you know find you know friends friends or family find, dave, find dave, your tribe dave Corey, barry you know everybody that's been on this this show and some who haven't are are my extended family i don't know if sans butts about it and i love you guys and you know it's one of those things where yeah find your tribe you know i'm sure you found your tribe and you know if those are the, those are the people you can count on you know you really can and uh but yeah we we heartfelt we do merry christmas have a happy new year have a safe new year um and, uh, and we'll simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Oh, I'm going to drop something good in here that you're all going to hate. So we may have to go out on Christmas shoes. <laughs> no, don't you no, even do it. We won't. We won't. It feels like a weird owl night. Uh, I'm, well, you know, we did Christmas at Ground Zero last time. Oh, you're right. Uh, what Doesn't he also have something about the night Santa went crazy or something like that? Or, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll figure out something cool to drop in here. If you guys just have to hear all the music, the bad music we talked about, it's going to be over be on YouTube. our YouTube channel. There will be a YouTube, uh, the, and there will be a link in the the show notes. You yep. can go over and 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 yeah, and I'm not even going to say enjoy. You can go out and be tortured by all the, the terrible music. Yes. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> use it to torture someone else. There you go. There you go. And uh, oh, I know what's going in here. All right, guys, thank you so much. I'm Alan Smith. Once again, and with Gusto, Gusto, I am Big Dave, (laughs) the other guy. Have a happy holidays, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 